This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nice job, Eddie Scazzeri. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Boomer is I, St. Craig Cardinal, the fan. And, of course, worldwide on CBS Sports Network. We've got a great show for you today. Well, I guess unless you're a Met fan, a Yankee fan, or a Knicks fan. As uh, all three come up with zeros yesterday. Start with the Knicks, though, the NBA draft. They don't trade Porzingis. So what was the point of all that rhetoric? And they don't take anybody other than the French uh, point guard and Monks on the board. I don't know what they're doing, but I do know this. Phil Jackson fell asleep for real when he met one of the kids. Go figure. It's Nick Basketball. Come get some. Good morning, Boomer. How are you today, my boy? Uh, you know, I'm doing all right, Craig. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting watching that trap last night and just thinking to myself, like, are they going to be stupid enough to trade Porzingis? You know, and, I, and I was texting with Wally before the draft. Right. And I said, Wally, what are the chances that they're going to trade Porzingis? And he just sent back, no chance. Really? Not, not okay. a chance. So yeah, that. And, and, uh, and he goes, they're just, they're, they're basically what they're doing is they're tweaking Porzingis. And I get it. I understand what they're doing. They're, they're making it a little tough on him. And then they go at this 18-year-old French kid. Right. Here we go. No surprises. Nothing. There's nothing. So basically, uh, the biggest surprise of last night was probably Jimmy Butler going to Minnesota. That's it, which is a huge deal. Um, uh, it makes Minnesota, although I don't think they can win a title, obviously, at West, but it makes them a legitimate playoff team with the, the pieces they have out there now. And, uh, you know, starts changing the dynamic, at least, of the West. But, you know, just sticking to the Knicks for a second. There was nothing uh, earth-shattering about it. There was nothing uh, clever about it. There was nothing that made you think, all right, we're, we got a plan. We, we, you know, Whereas the Nets pulled off a trade you know, uh, when no one saw it coming a couple days ago. Uh, for, you know, the Knicks Russell. have no assets. The Knicks have, but Their only asset is Porzingis. Well, what I don't get is what's the, what's the long-term benefit of playing that game for two days they played in which they came out and they said, yeah, no, he's on. Who wants him? Right? I, 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 I think maybe you test the waters and maybe you think maybe you see if whether or not you could get something from Boston because it seemed like they were the ones that were really considering it and whether or not you can get more draft picks and more prospects. Because, look, let me tell you something. When you look at Washington, Boston, Philadelphia, within their own conference, their own division, these teams are all young. They're all right. up and coming. They're all energy driven. Uh, they're all terrific. Uh, I won't say terrifically run, but much better run than the Knicks are. The Knicks are so far behind; it's not it, it's not even close. That's so, very true. Uh, if you have one asset, and that asset happens to be Kristaps uh, Porzingis, I, I think you you do yourself a disservice if you do not at least explore something just to see what's out there. So maybe that's what they were doing. Maybe they were tweaking Kristaps. Uh, Who knows? But at the end of the day, are they better today than they were yesterday? I would say, with an eighteen-year-old point guard, there's a lot of learning. There's going to be a lot of uh, ups and downs with this young kid, and it's not going to be for another three or four years before you finally see 
uh, the true measure of how good this draft pick will be. And that's the problem with it. In the, the deepest draft in the last decade, uh, where everyone that was picking in single digits should have gotten a player that immediately helped the franchise. Well, maybe I'm not saying will. they're getting Jordan or anyone like that. But you have a kid, just based on being 18 and having played in Europe, which I think there is some some uh, upside of playing in Europe versus playing one year of American college. I won't, den- I won't deny that. But you know, you can you can't have expectations for him. You're not going to expect this kid to come in here and light the world on fire. And you've seen the video. I've seen the video. Neither one of us could actually tell you the key to play I, the I, NBA. I don't know. You, we won't know until no, right. he's out there and he's going against Russell Westbrook and, and he's going against you know guys like Steph Curry and all this other stuff and yeah. and and uh, Isaiah Thomas. You know, we it's going to take time for him. And yep. you know, he's a young. He's, I, I think of myself. This kid is 18 years old and he's from a foreign country. Right. And he's coming here and he's going to be put right in the middle of the dysfunction that is the Knicks. Yep. Now the question is. I can't wait for him to say today, oh, man, I'm looking so forward to playing with. Poor Zingas or Carmelo Anthony. Oh, Jesus, God. Well, you Please. know it's going to be mellow, right? I, I know. That's the thing. And, you know, and, and what's the influence again? And we've already seen the negative influence that has permeated this team from yep. their so-called team leader and their team captain. I mean, it's just, if they don't get rid of Carmelo, then it's going to be another level of this crap for another year. And uh, I, I think that the Knicks, honestly, you know, they, they've talked down Carmelo so much that they that people out there know that to, to trade for him is ridiculous. Because, you know, at some point, <laughs> gonna if have you to buy that he's not playing for the Knicks next year, then you have to also buy into the notion that if the Knicks are going to let him go into that stretch rule, which allows them to take his uh, remaining salary uh, double the amount of years, I think it's six years actually, and pay him out over six years. But the reality, I agree with you. You know, if you're the if you're the people that are putting your own uh, commodity down, and I'm in the market for that commodity potentially. Sure. Well, number one, you've lowered his value. Number two, I, I I'll roll the dice, say you're gonna let him go, and I can go pick him up for nothing. The, the, the whole thing. You're right. About, they the, misplayed. And, and, he, and even Phil Jackson said something last night about this young kid and how he plays defense. And I mean, come on. And, and Phil talked about how. He thought his own team played better defense, and even though we gave up a lot of points, we were starting to get. I'm like, I, I don't know what. I have no idea what he is talking about. He's trying to talk basketball stuff to make guys like us and the fans who uh, hear a guy talking as if he knows what he's talking about sound smart. The kid played juniors. He's a kid. Yeah, I, I know, but I'm just I'm talking about his own assessment of his team from last year, and I'm like, are is you it, kidding me? Are you are you really honestly serious? I mean, that's the sad thing. I think he is. We're good at what we do. Oh, I did a great job. So, and here's the problem with it. You know, the NBA draft, when you're picking top 10. Is he smoking dope again? I mean, what are we doing here? Oh, yeah. No. There you go. And he fell asleep at a prospect's uh, tryout or something. Well, he's 70 some odd years old, right? I think back to the 1960s. He's like Donnie Walsh without the wheelchair and the the basketball acumen. I wish you guys could have seen the 1969 Knicks. That was basketball poetry. That was that was how the game was supposed to be played. Those were the guys that played it the right way. They liked each other. They played together. They they won a championship. They did it in 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 like just just amazing fashion. That was the 1969 yep. Knicks. I mean, I saw the Warriors. I don't need to say anything else. Uh, That's basketball. Saying, but I'm, I mean, it's just like where, what is going on? Well, you got that. Then uh, the flip side of that, of course, is the New York Yankees bullpen once again. Blows the lead mm. as they are, uh, they get the big home run from Judge. They get out to a big lead, 
And uh, well, here comes... wasn't Tyler Clippard. True. Here comes the seventh <laughs> inning, and there go the Yankees, which is a problem. You think? It's a problem. And this was Dylan Patances now. It's, so, uh, it's a problem. Right. I, you know, now, I know. I'm not so saying I, it's a long-term problem that they can't overcome, but it's clearly... And I don't buy the notion, by the way, that they're they're overworked, they're taxed, or it's an issue. So they get paid to do. Well, so John, Kansas, right? when was the last time he right. pitched? So it's a problem when you have a 5-1 lead in your own building after a couple innings and you get blown out. Right. Right? It's uh, like the, the Angels and the A's just own the Yankees. Well, it's uh, it's very hard to watch when it goes like that. And it's very uh, you know deflating when you put a five spot up quick. And can't hold on to it. So they lose. They're still in first place, but they lose. And they're, they're in a rut right now for sure. Uh, your New York Mets? What do I going to tell you? Granderson starts off good. And then what? Hello? Nothing. Anybody home? Nothing. Let's let's walk the opposing pitcher. Uh, let's <laughs> walk in a couple runs. I mean, and let's just give the game away. And let's get swept by the Dodgers. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. They they are, uh, I, they're not even the Mets. They're the mess. Is what they are. Yep. Because that's because let's face it, um, you know they the every day they go out there every day it gets worse. Now the question is, what ultimately is going to happen here? What what is going to um, transpire from a transaction standpoint, and what happens to the manager? I mean, you know, because fans are fans are restless. You know, and fans. I would not want, be surprised if they, they did blood. something at the All Star break. And I don't think I, I I'm going to agree with what you're about to say. Yeah. Uh, it's not his fault. But I would not be shocked if the losing continues in this way, in which they're typically not all that competitive. Um, then I, I just, listen, I could see change for change's sake and nothing else. But I, I would not be surprised if Terry Collins doesn't make it through the uh, through the All Star break. Which brings to mind a quick question I had yes. for you, and I'm going to go back to the Knicks for the question. Okay, because I want to just get your honest unadulterated, unprepared take on it. <laughs> and when I say unprepared, I don't mean that you're not aware of it. I'm saying that you and I have not discussed it yet, right? All right. Have we had any discussions today at all? Not really, no. We've not really spoken today other than the show. No, I I came in. You were behind closed doors with the tiny tot of the killer. Well, I mean, it wasn't a closed door. He was just talking to me. You guys were having conversations. I don't like Everyone's mad at me these days. I don't don't like to get in the midst of conversations like that because it seemed to be very uncomfortable. and There's a lot of tension and anxiety. Why did you say bad things about Mike on our 30th anniversary? I go, I go, why don't you read the comments first, which he hadn't done yet, and tell me what I said that was so caustic. And I'll get into it later. Did you read it or no? You aware of it or no? Uh, yeah, I'm aware of it, right. yes. So, I, I know exactly what I mean. Right. I, and what's the big deal? I mean, I say uh, worse every day on the radio. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I so, Just when you, when you give it to somebody in print and they put it out there in print and then you look at it and you say, hmm, okay. Well, I mean, well, me just, I mean, we're like in a radio war with a, a guy on our own station. I'm not in a radio war. I was asked questions about it. Yeah, him. but why even give answers? Why even worry about it? I'm not worried about it. I was asked the question. I answered the question. Okay. What did I say? No comment? Well, I don't know. I, I just, anyway, it goes back to the point where I just didn't want to get involved in some awkward conversation between you and the tiny tot of the kill one. Well, whatever. So you walk so, past the office right, and, right, I, right, and, right, right, and right, he's mad at me. This guy's upset with me. All right. And this is, it's like a bloodletting the last 24 you, hours. You were going to ask me a question about the yes. Knicks. Here's the question. It is the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. It is the night in which... It's yeah, a big celebration. You might try to, you know, be a mover and a shaker, We're right? We're turning the page. We're moving forward. We're looking for big things. Now, yes. the owner of the team, who's a very well-known man, he's not a, like a recluse or anything like that, and he likes to be involved. 
Does it mean anything to you at all, good or bad? And maybe it's good. I don't know. All right. Does it mean anything to you at all that the owner of the New York Knicks during the NBA draft last night was not at Madison Square Garden, was not with the basketball people, was not in the proverbial Nick war room. He was at City Winery playing with his band. Great. Thank now, you. some people think that's a real problem. Other people think, great, he won around. I wonder what you think, and I'll tell you what I think. Mm. You know what? I Was every other owner there? Or no? Obviously, I don't know. How, how, many, other, I how know. many other owners in the NBA actually are in, in, in a band? I would not play, know the answer and, to that. I will, never, I will never, ever criticize somebody for doing something that they absolutely love to do. Do you want so to I love to play hockey. Are you going to, you, you know... Criticize me because I like to do something away from what we do here. Well, I'm gonna I know cr- you like to do other things away from here. Of You've got a million things going on. I, I don't criticize you for that. I'm not going to criticize Jim Dolan for playing in a band, you know, at, at a bar uh, down here at City Winery, which is probably a pretty good get for them and for those That's guys. It's a nice place. So I don't, you know, he's, it's, it's one player. They knew who the player was. They got the player and that's it. Right. I mean, that, and that is the point. He has truly turned basketball operations, to our dismay, mind you, to Phil Jackson. You knew who they were going to take. They took exactly who you knew they were going to take. There's no other pick. Right. That's the guy. There was, I, you know, I'm, I would be surprised if the Knicks even had a war room set up. What's the point? You knew the guy you wanted. You knew he wasn't going to go before you took him. The only question then became, and I, listen, I'm not going to pretend like we know a lot about why one guy's better than the other guy at that level? Yeah. Monk was available. Some people love him, some people don't. He didn't like he's a hey, change of franchise. Hey, five years from now, they'll look back at this draft, they'll say, Well, you passed on this guy, this guy turned out to be an all star. Right. You took this guy, he turned out to be an all star. I mean, we don't know yet. And when you're dealing with an eighteen year old, now I'm sure he's probably advanced maturity wise just because of the guys that he has been playing against on the international level. I just don't know. Like when you step on the when he steps on the court at 18 years old, and there's Russell Westbrook, and you got to cover him. Yeah, he's in trouble. Uh, But everyone's in trouble. Yeah, but everybody's in trouble. But I'm just saying, like he's not physically or mentally. I don't. I don't believe. Right. I have to hear some of the comments he's got to make, and I got to watch him on the court. But I just think, while I'm I'm happy for him, and I'm excited for the fact that he's 18, and you'd like to think that maybe he'll be here 14, 15 years. Sure. That's very unlikely. Um, I, you know, I don't know what to expect from him. Well, we're going to tell that stuff with you. And uh, I did something last night I've never done before. I put on a robe. I put on a wig. And with 17 other people, I sat in the judges' chambers. I held signs up. I jumped up and down. And I, I rooted on the New York Yankees. He didn't hit a home run where you were sitting. He hit a home run, though. But Dead center. But he hit a home run. Yeah. Dead center. I'm looking at the picture on CBS Sports Network. You look tired. I was tired. I am tired. I was not stoned, however, like a lot of people suggested yeah, there's I might be. <laughs> Maybe there was something going on there. Maybe you were stoned. I was not stoned. That I can tell you. Now, who are all these lunatics sitting with you? So, uh, everyone that was there. Are they just all random fans? or uh, They were not random fans. Oh. Ooh. Who are these people? Are they family members? What's They're not. Uh, well, uh, Sonny and Lucky did come. All right. Uh, but outside of that, they were not family members. Okay, were they involved with your uh, charitable foundation? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I oh, see what you did. Oh. Yes, they were. Oh, you must have auctioned off some seats or something. So that was um, a, a lot of the people that have been extraordinarily generous 
to uh, TikTok stop. Oh, okay. And it was my way of saying, gracias. All right, nice. So that's what that was. But I'll say the, this. Did you stay the whole game? No. I left. They were winning. What was that, like the fourth fifth. inning? Fifth. I left in the fifth. Right. Peace out. It was 9 o'clock, fifth inning, out the door. All right. The Yanks are winning. I'm like, all right, I got you, W. Let's go home, boys. It's five innings in. They got a three-run lead. We are good to go. I will say this, though. You sweat when you wear that stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you do. I mean, you want to talk about sweat. Shvetting. And from under cheese. You know, I was a little bit uh, humid last night. Uh, listen, it was... If I jumped up and down, I could have given you a bath. Yeah, I was going to say, right? you, you probably had, like, uh, cheese growing oh, underneath your please. breast and everything. I got parada in my underarms right uh, now, so ready sure, to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let me grab uh, Tommy and Cedar Grove real quick. Tommy, good morning. How you doing there, buddy? Hey, Craig. How you doing? Doing good, baby. What's up? Um, listen, thanks for the picture last night. I was the short guy with the slick back hair. That Does really uh, distinguish you. you from many of the other people I took a photo with. But go ahead. <laughs> That's all right. Um, just want to comment on your outfit. Those white cargo pants you had on, long, I don't know how you were wearing those. It was so humid last night. Yeah. You had to use some junk bomb for that. Well, uh, you may have noticed in the third inning, I went to the Yankee team store, and I got a pair of Yankee shorts and flip-flops. It was too damn hot, man. That's a good move. And also, um, just a quick comment about the wig. If you would have cut the ponytail off, you would have looked like another member of uh, FAN. Just saying. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, you, you can't say that because people are very upset that I commented on the... Uh... I mean, you have to admit. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you're going to go down that road, you have to admit. Yeah. I can understand why people would be upset. I love you and everything, but, you know, I I understand why people would get mad at things like that. At I, the article? Yes. Oh, I, I didn't say anything bad. That's why I, that's why I don't get why people are so mad about it. I'll read it to you. Maybe we'll have like a boomerang carton. I'll sit on your lap, you read, and you can read me a story. Did you read it? I no? did. And yes. you thought that was problematic? I thought the tone of it was problematic. That's all I'm saying. Got it. I mean, there's no reason. I mean, look, you, uh, or we, I should say, because I'm a part of it. You know, I have a lot of fun at Mike's expense on this radio program. You know, and, 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 in, and most of it is in good fun, and most of it's a lot of laughs. And yeah. it seems like Mike has embraced a, so that part of it in, an, in a whole other part of his radio uh, experience. Yeah. And which is fine. And we've often said it's good that he uh, basically does that because it, 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 it creates other fans for him. I, I don't know. It's just like. I think his legacy is intact, man. I think he's. It, I think it's. Uh, it's an unbelievable run that is very. It's. It's unheard of in this business. That's all. I think that when you take stock of a thirty-year career that's had like any other career, amazing highs and some really bad lows. I think what people are going to remember, good or bad, is how you went out. What's what's so? Uh, oh my God! What a crazy say! Yeah, what did I say? Uh, it's. <laughs> I said he became a caricature of himself. That's what I said. That's. N- that's negative? Yes, that's negative. You think- and it's going to be taken as negative. Right, and there's no take way- it as negative. What do you mean? Right, well, well, uh, it is taken as negative. It is. I mean, you know, you're, you're most likely, 
I don't know. You're just most likely stepping in an area that you probably shouldn't be stepping in. That's I was asked a question. Yeah, but, and, I and, answered and, the and, question. And you give it to a guy who's on. Who, a, I think he's been like on his payroll. I get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that either. I, you know, if you're going to be critical of that relationship, then why give it uh, those comments to somebody? Well, typical you, Neil Best. He goes, "I want to do an article about you and Boomer for your tenth. An article about the station's thirtieth." And the, uh, he asked me half the time about Mike, so I answered the question. Well, he didn't. He didn't ask me a, a one question. Like I, I, I say, if you could write your own goodbye story, why wouldn't you want to write it from a positive standpoint? Why not go out with friends and with people saying well, great maybe, things maybe, about well, you? Maybe How is that negative? Because there's a tinge of negativity. You can hear it. You can feel it. And when you read it. Yes, there's negativity all throughout it. And all it's, the great things you did, all the rating yeah, success, I, I, yeah, all yeah, the yeah, people's all, lives you may yeah, have yeah, touched. All, all, all are out the window. You're claiming that they're out the window because of a soured legacy, because of a caricature of oneself. That, that, that whole, how do you not see that as see totally it. negative, totally a shot, and oh. totally like... I, I got to tell you, I love you, bro. You know that. You know that. And I'll always stick up for you. And I'll always tell people, like last night, telling people, that guy, he's a lunatic, but he's my partner, and he's the, one of the best partners. We're all good in that regard. Right, 100%. But if we're going to be honest about Please it. Please be honest. Why be so petty and so small when you don't have to be? I was asked my honest opinion about my well, why you, don't, you don't have to give it. You don't have to. It, there's, no, there's, there's no redeeming quality in regards to it. That's all I'm saying. I, well, I, I, yeah, right. And, you know, then we have Eddie that antagonizes everybody and incenses everybody. And, and I get it. It's all part of the fun and games it's and everything. Lots I would of just fun. tell you, I, I, I read it and I was like, queasy. How about this quote from Mike? I don't know if it's boomers as much as cartons because I don't listen to the show. All right. But, but it's but, clearly cartons. Well, how would you know that? Well, who cares <laughs> if he knows it or not? But, that, you know, he, he's now defending himself because, like, like a good reporter— Neil Best is going to go run to him and say, look, he said, and can you believe what he's saying? And then he's going to give a comment. And I'm like, Al, am I, am I, am I not saying the way I felt yesterday? Because you and I were texting back and forth. Oh, nice. Am I, am I right about? Yeah, well, Boomer texted me in emojis. He texted a, <laughs> uh, a, a face with a hammer. <laughs> I, well, I mean, we have, we have look, at the end of the day, you know, success sometimes breeds contempt. And that that's what this is. This is like a contempt for one another. It's a contempt for the station. And we don't we don't need it. Everything's going great. We're all good. We make fun of each other. He says we're jealous. We make fun of him. He says we're jealous some more. It's all good. It's fine. I agree. I love coming to work. I so do I. But I will just say that there are certain times where I would it's just better left unsaid. Take that's the high right. road. You're a, sometimes a high road kind of guy. I'm not. 622. <laughs> I, I know you're not. Boomer and Carton on the fan. 877-337-6666. Later this morning, a number of those uh, young women and their uh, parents will be in here uh, who got screwed over by a, uh, a youth sports league and were denied the opportunity to play in a, a playoff game. All right, we, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. You've been talking about this situation. This this is one particular situation. Right. But there have been other situations in regards to this downtown field down here. Right. And you've been frustrated for at least, I would say, five or six years. Correct. In regards to this. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Or are we just going to, like, skirt the edges? Or are we not going to make a difference? We're going to make a big difference today at 9 o'clock. 
We're going to. I think. I think. I think uh, today's uh, appearance by the uh, these young women will uh, will will be the impetus for change. All right. I, I could be wrong, but that's my gut. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.